0: A five-month downtrend ends as Philippine inflation climbs to 1.3 percent in November. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte sees for himself the devastation caused by Typhoon Tisoy as he visits the Bicol region. The Philippine government may appeal an arbitral ruling ordering it to pay billions of pesos in compensation to water concessionaire Manila Water. And a deadly shooting hits the U.S. naval base in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. Good afternoon, I'm Camina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Following a five-month downtrend, Philippine inflation picked up in November. It rose to 1.3% from October's 0.8%. The Philippine Statistics Authority says higher prices on alcohol and tobacco products were the main drivers of the uptick.
1: Higher annual rates were noted in the following commodities. Cigarettes, 23.4% in November 2019 from 22.1% in October 2019. Tuba, 6.9% from 6.4%. Beer, 3.5% from 3.3%. And brandy, 3.0% from 2.8%. Higher inflation in November 2019, what? was also due to higher annual rate in housing, water, electricity, gas, and other fuels. Specifically, higher annual markups were observed in actual rentals for
0: housing, Inflation in the national capital region also accelerated to 1.5 percent from October's 1.3 percent. Region 3, or central Luzon, still had the highest inflation rate outside NCR at 2.2 percent. Region 9, or the Zamboanga Peninsula, had the lowest at 0.5 percent. The Philippine Central Bank says the latest figures remain consistent with its assessment that inflation bottomed out in October. But it adds the volatility in global oil prices and the potential impact of the African swine fever outbreak are putting upside risks to inflation. The BSP says it will consider the recent economic developments here and abroad during the Monetary Board's last policy meeting for the year on December 12th. The within-government target November inflation rate will give the Philippine Central Bank more room to ease monetary policy in next week's Monetary Board meeting. That's according to RCBC Chief Economist Michael Riccafort, who believes the BSP may cut key policy rates following the relatively benign inflation coupled with the country's latest economic figures.
1: We've seen the latest... Uh, slower growth. Actually, uh, it's a slowdown in both uh, overall government spending as well as in infrastructure spending after a sharp surge in the previous month in September. So in view of the mandate to also uh, sustain economic growth or stimulate economic growth, there, there's still a good chance for monetary easing come the next uh, rate-setting meeting on December 12th. Uh, at, well, a quarter point cut or 0.25 uh, cut is still very much possible because, uh, well, it, 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 well, the inflation data remains relatively low and benign. Uh, these are still among the lowest levels in about three and a half years.
0: Ricofort sees December inflation settling at a little over 2 percent following diminishing base effects from last year's near-decade high. Ricofort also confident the country's economy can grow to 6.6 to 6.7 percent for the fourth quarter. This will bring full-year growth at 6 percent, the low end of government's 6 to 7 percent target. A Philippine Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana not recommending the extension of martial law in the southern Philippines. Lorenzana says he based his decision on the assessment of the police and the military that the security situation in Mindanao has been stabilized.
2: I was assured by our armed forces and the police, the PNP, that uh, we have uh, already accomplished what we went to do with martial law, and. Uh, with the situation there now, I think we uh, believe that we uh, can maintain the peace and order or we can improve it further to make it a little bit uh, peaceful, more peaceful without martial law. Personally, I also believe that uh, we have achieved our uh, objective there by using martial law and it's time to go back to normal and so that uh, we can attract more investors.
0: Mindanao was first placed under martial rule in 2017 after Islamic State-inspired mounted terrorists attacked Marawi City. It was extended three times and will last until the end of 2019. While well, the security situation down south is now under control, Secretary Lorenzana admits threats from foreign terrorists still exist.
2: The entrance of foreign terrorists in the region has now become more alarming as they have lost their hold in the Middle East where they originally tried to set up the caliphate. According to a report from the United Nations Office of Counter-Terrorism, the threat is imminent in the Philippines as we are one of the choice destinations of foreign terrorists in Southeast Asia. That is because they have a local group that are uh, affiliated to them, the Abu Sayyaf. Moreover, our porous tribe border with Malaysia and Indonesia is also an easy entry point for foreign terrorists. That's why we are anticipating our factors
0: there. Defense Chief Delphine Lorenzana says the Defense and Energy Departments will work together to look into allegations Beijing can remotely shut down Manila's power grid. China's State Grid Corporation has a 40 percent stake in the National Grid Corporation of the Philippines, or NGCP. It has raised concerns China can access and control the country's power transmission lines, something the NGCP has repeatedly denied.
2: We are putting up um, a team, uh, the Defense and the Department of Energy, to really find out uh, to, to prove or disprove the allegations of others that uh, China can shut down our grid anytime they want. Although the NGCP has uh, so, so strongly uh, denied that allegation, but it's good to prove to, to us, for our people there who are experts, to see that. Uh, they cannot do it so we will go, we will, we, will go, we are going to assess uh, the to inspect the NDCP in these coming days
0: two civilian shipyard workers are dead after a man opened fire at the u.s military base in pearl harbor hawaii authorities say the shooter who is reportedly a sailor also died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound a third civilian employee remains in hospital but is now in stable condition no details yet on the gunman's motive. The incident comes three days ahead of the anniversary of the December 7th attack by Japan on the naval base that prompted the U.S. to enter the Second World War. Unemployment numbers here in the Philippines improved in October. Data show the country's unemployment rate fell to 4.5 percent from 5.1 percent in the same period last year. Underemployment or individuals working part-time or still looking for other jobs also dropped. The rates are the lowest since 2005. Overall, there were about 45.2 million Filipinos in the labor force in October, a 3.8 percent increase from the same period last year. Northern Mindanao had the highest labor force participation rate, while the Bangsamoro autonomous region in Muslim Mindanao had the lowest. The office of the Solicitor General may appeal an international court ruling ordering the Philippine government to pay over 7 billion pesos, or nearly $137 million, in compensation to Manila Water for losses incurred due to non-implementation of rate hikes. That's according to Philippine Justice Secretary Menardo Guevara, who is also seeking to revoke the extension of the contracts of water concessionaires, which was moved to 2037 from the original expiration
1: of 2022. Doon sa pagbago ng contract, I mean sa paga amend ng contract, uh we'll see no, I will probably mm. respect yung 2022 mm-hmm. original na uh, no na expiration date unless talaga magiging intransigent ang uh, ang water concessionaire in which case we may have to go to court and actually ask for the for the revision of all of this uh, agreement no oh, uh but uh, for now uh, kung sakali na maalis yung mga onerous uh, provisions na yan, or highly uh, disadvantageous to the public then probably uh, we can consider sticking to the original expiration date hmm. of 2022 and then uh, pagdating ng 2022 edi mag-usap regarding the possible renewal there oh, po. yung separate na memorandum of agreement Extending it, uh, we are really recommending uh, withdraw
0: President Duterte has called the water concession agreement disadvantageous to government and ordered his cabinet to craft a new one. Guevara says the new agreement could be used as a template for other government deals.
1: Drafted by the government uh, para uh, maging uniform, more or less uh, parang pare-pareho ang ating gustong mangyari. Uh, I mean from the point of view of government. -hmm. So we are actually exploring that. Siguro itong uh, ginagagawin namin uh, na sort of revised uh, draft para doon sa water concession agreements, ay baka somehow, baka yun ang maging template na rin for other infrastructure projects.
0: Meanwhile, Water Company Maynilad is open to discussing possible amendments to their concession agreement with government. Maynilad's chief operating officer, Randy Estrellado, says they are willing to have a dialogue on possible provision changes.
3: It is an agreement between two parties. Uh, if this, we will review... Once we get a formal notice of what they want to mm-hmm. amend or change, and then if it is acceptable, then that's fine. All right. our, our attitude is we're open uh, and we will listen. But I think what is first very important uh, is yes, all sides should be heard. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we should look at history uh, because 1990, as I said, 1997 water was so much worse than it is today. All we're asking for is uh, like to, to take these things into consideration. Uh, and you know, like we said, we are open. Uh, we understand where they're coming from, and uh, we know that because the situation has changed, that there is there is room to, to uh, make to, uh, to discuss uh, whatever changes uh, that are that they feel are needed in the concessionary.
2: And-
0: This as another concessionaire, Manila Water, earlier said they are willing to come up with a mutually acceptable manner to implement the arbitral ruling. Philippine motorcycle taxi app Ancas is hopeful local transport authorities will extend their pilot run. That's about to lapse at the end of December. Bruce Rodriguez gives us details.
4: The clock is ticking for the Philippines' first motorcycle taxi hailing up Angkas as its pilot run is set to lapse by the end of December. Ahead of that... Netizens are already making their voices heard on social media with the hashtag Save Angkas gaining traction with thousands of posts. The common sentiment, ancas has been saving them from the hassles of the daily commute amid a lack of an efficient transport system and worsening traffic congestion in Metro Manila. But Ancas head of regulatory and public affairs George Royeca says he's optimistic their 27,000-strong riders will continue ferrying passengers as they sustain a safe safety record of 99.997 percent.
3: Never naman po natin, um, yung ating, uh, um, biking community, pati yung mga natin. We're just waiting on word for the technical working group. We're just really
4: hoping for um, you know, a
3: positive recommendation from their end.
4: He also expresses hope their pilot testing period will be extended by transport regulators, pending a report from the Technical Working Group Monitoring ANCAS Operations, which is expected to come out by January 2020. In the meantime, the Transportation Department says it's willing to extend the pilot run of ANCAS if its performance report shows good results. Royeka, meanwhile, reveals the local startup has yet to make a profit since it started three years ago amid the on-and-off status of their operations after being suspended several times by local regulators. Angeline Tham, chief executive officer of Angkaz, meanwhile, says it's hard to determine when they can start being in the black as they've been heavily investing in safety measures.
0: We do require a lot of training and uh, testing, right? Unfortunately, not everyone's able to pass that, which is why we make sure that training is absolutely free. To give you an example, there are people who fail seven times before they become an actual piker with ANGKAS.
4: Aside from commuters, ANGKAS is also getting support from big businesses. It signed a partnership with the Institute of Corporate Directors, which is a non-stock and non-profit advocacy group composed of executives from the biggest companies in the Philippines. ANKAS will be joining ICD's Corporate Governance Conference in March 2020, which would talk about how disruptive businesses can help in companies' pursuit for sustainability. Bruce Rodriguez, ABS-CBN News.
0: Team Philippines' first gold medal of the day came from cyclist Jermaine Prado. Prado topped the women's individual time trial. Meanwhile, the sport of speed skating produced another medal for Team Philippines. Mark Gonzalez took the bronze into the or in the 1,000-meter short track category. Team Philippines remains in the first place or in first place in the medal tally. Vietnam is a far second followed by Malaysia. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.